0: Hey! What's up, internet?
1: My name is David Webb. I'm
0: Marielle Edwards. We
1: get Nerdy Nightly. And
0: we thought we'd share it with you.
1: That's right. It yeah. is another episode of the Nightly Morning Show. Mm-hmm. Here on twitch.tv/slash nerdy nightly, we stream this show live Monday through Friday every morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. So please, mm-hmm. Come join us on Twitch if you'd like to be in the chat that you can see just right over here on this side of my wife.
0: Oh! Well done. <laughs> that was that was that was a ten out of ten idea, and now that's going to be immortalized on YouTube forever. Thank I'm God. so
1: glad that went worse than I thought it was going to. Um, welcome back, everyone. Uh, today we it's have... fine, I'm just wet. We have some fun, fun... You're so wet, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you can't do anything about it because you're not wearing a shirt under that. Um, <laughs> what kind of tea was that?
0: Um, it's a green passion fruit.
1: Green passion Thank
0: fruit. Thank you, Miller Moshin, because our, it's my favorite.
1: Our couch is going to smell wonderful. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of great news to talk about today. Not really great news, actually. Some really weird news. Yeah, Um,
0: all over the place news. It's
1: going to be a weird show. Mm -hmm. But uh, the first thing that we wanted to do is take a moment here on the Nightly Morning Show to talk about how wonderful our community is.
0: Yes, we have, we've said this many times, but we have the best community
1: and Mm -hmm, we have
0: proof. We have physical proof of that.
1: (laughs) For those of you who don't know, we got married September 20th. 2020, just a little over a month from uh, right now, mm-hmm. and the really wonderful thing about uh, getting married is getting to see the support of the people in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who show up to support you when you get married is uh, is, is the best part of it, in, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, and knowing you know how much uh, the community that you have in person, or maybe your community on Twitch, uh, wants you to succeed together. Uh, And, you know, we have this amazing, supportive group of people online uh, who came together. Uh, I want to shout them out. Uh, If you could shout them out, uh, Dagon, you're one of them. So shout yourself out. (laughs) Shout Shout out out. Scary Daydream. Shout (laughs) out Mad Lad Scanny. And shout out Funky Bump Cake. Because they got together after our wedding and um, made us the most amazing Twitch profile picture. Here it is now look at that it's us on our wedding day (laughs) um this this art was based on a photo uh from our wedding photos uh taken by the incredible uh where the wild hearts go
0: um where wild hearts go where
1: wild hearts go uh an alberta photographer who uh did uh what ended uh, uh, she actually hired us for a shoot that we ended up using as our engagement shoot Uh, and we loved working with her so much that we hired her again to do the wedding, and Mm -hmm. she did such an incredible job. And our good, good, good friends, oh. (laughs) I I it out. Our good friends here on Twitch uh, made us this incredible logo. Uh, If you're listening to this on the podcast feed, it is a picture of me with Ariel over my shoulder, um,
0: <laughs> our classic pose. I think. We'll
1: post. We'll post it in the Twitter. If you're listening, please go to our Twitter at yeah. Nerdy Nightly and uh, take a look at this because we're so like we
0: love it so much.
1: <laughs> we're so 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 grateful and like yeah. it's just the the generosity it's, is wild.
0: It's perfect. We love it mm-hmm. and you know that like that you guys um, put that together and took the time and effort and everything and it just. Yeah, it means so much to us.
1: It really does. And uh, so we just want to thank the the four of you so much. This is the sweetest wedding gift, and um, we just, we love it. And now it's time to talk about the nerd news. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we got a... about us? We got a big story at the top of the day here. We do. Yeah, we do, right? Yes. Right? We do. Um... Which one do you want to go with?
0: <laughs> oh, we're not sure which is the big one?
1: The big one, the big story, let's start there. The big story of the day is we got the announcement that Simon Kinberg has been tapped to write <clears throat> and produce a Battlestar Galactica movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us, what other work has he done?
1: Uh, well, most recently, Simon Kinberg wrote and directed Dark Phoenix, the... I mean, I want to call it the final installment in the Fox uh, X Men universe, but New Mutants is technically the final installment in that, even though it's not connected. Yeah, but it came out after. Yeah. Very complicated. Very complicated. Uh, The one thing we can say about the X Men Foxiverse, it never really like made sense. No. It was (laughs) always too complicated. Even as someone who, like, reads the comics and is, like, very aware of all these characters, the X-Men movies have always kind of been the ones where I'm like, wait, that's not what happened in the last... Okay, 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 we're just gonna ignore the films.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there is suspending your disbelief, and then mm-hmm. there is um, not making any sense at all. Um, and mm-hmm. as someone who didn't read the comics... Um, I didn't see Dark Phoenix, but I saw... Which one was the other one he did? Um,
1: he's he's worked on almost all of them. Almost all of them. Yeah, he, Yeah, his, I don't like most of them. The first one he... Well, I, I believe the first most. one he wrote was um, The Last Stand, X3, mm-hmm. which is also X-Men Dark Phoenix. The, the, the confusing thing about the Dark <laughs> Phoenix movie, to me, is that they were like, okay, we have Sansa Stark herself, Sophie Turner, playing... Phoenix. We have this incredible young actress, redhead, everything you want in a Jean Grey. Let's do Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Who do we get to do it? You know what? There was this guy who 16 years ago fucked up the Dark Phoenix saga really bad once. What if we let him do it again? And you know what?
0: And he did. He, he did, did.
1: That, That's what he did. He really, really messed it up. That movie is bad. (laughs) Yeah. And it's... it's (laughs) I don't even mind spoiling this. I'm just going to do it. In the trailer for the movie, they straight up spoil the scene where Mystique dies in the film. Like, they put out a trailer, and there's no way to talk about it without talking about it. But they had such... I, I think they just had such little faith in this movie from a marketing perspective that they were like, oh, whatever, just that's that's one of the few interesting things that happened so just put that in the trailer and everyone watching Oof. the trailer was like why why is this here yeah <laughs> I want to see this in the movie like it just it was the most it was the most baffling
0: bizarre yeah 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 um still don't know what they were thinking on that one um and yeah so he's gonna be doing Battlestar Galactica which I know is beloved by many have you seen it I have not seen the show the full way through. My parents used to watch it and love it.
1: The original or the reboot.
0: The reboot. Yeah. And I, um, uh, I although I, they probably watched the original as well, um, but it was just. I, when I was in high school, I just had almost no time mm-hmm. for TV. And so I would catch bits of it here or there when they had it on. But I never actually got to watch the full thing through, which kind of sucks because it actually mm-hmm. looked very interesting to me. And I know a lot of people really love the show. It's well done, well acted. Um, and so it's it's on my list, my very long list, of things to uh, watch. Um, and so I don't know how people are going to feel about this
1: uh yeah, I mean, I would love to, a Chat, I would love to know um, how many of you watched Battlestar Galactica. Um, because I have... I've seen a little bit of the original series. Uh, and I've watched all of the um, reboot. And the reboot is phenomenal television. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reboot is really, really, really phenomenal television. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward James Olmos is one of the most just remarkable captains of a ship in any media i think that i i put edward james almost in that show up there with picard in next generation mm-hmm. i like he has that same sort of class and command it really is um it really is quite wonderful um
0: yeah my Sorry, question um, one second dig on no yeah dark dispatch is my aunt so she literally means that my mother watched the original. <laughs> I just want to clear that up.
1: <laughs> um, so the the show is excellent, and it's it's so the the reboot is so good that I don't want them to ever touch the property again.
0: Well, so here's the thing: is so the original did they just reboot it and do the exact same story and everything, but like update it? Or are they kind of different? Be- like, they're different. So um, this movie be based on the original and not the reboot?
1: No, they're they're sort of the same. Okay. Um, but they are there's definitely differences. I think that the what the reboot handles better is the relationships between the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, also just the 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 time span between the two shows. Uh, because it is a science fiction series, mm-hmm. the um graphics and ability for the Cylons in particular to. Ha- be more threatening because visually they're not as clunky mm-hmm. is is really impressive in the reboot the the enemies in the reboot are scary characters yeah but yeah
0: I, I remember being scared like they they freaked me out from what little i saw
1: if you want to watch Battlestar galactica the movie watch star wars episode 8 the last jedi because that's the premise of like when when last jedi came out and i was in theaters watching it and slight spoilers for it i guess but the 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 main the main centerpiece of the movie is this very slow chase through space um where the 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 empire or the first order is chasing the new republic yes uh, and the New Republic is just out of reach, right? For the mm-hmm. entire movie, and it cuts to the ship, and the New Republic people are on the ship, being like, "What are we gonna do?" Yeah. The whole movie. That is the premise of Battlestar Galactica. Yes. And so, when last Jedi came out, everyone was basically like, "Cool, so this is Battlestar Galactica yeah. the movie," and it doesn't it doesn't work. As the only, as a movie, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no tension in it being a ninety-minute chase. Yeah. The tension of Battlestar Galactica and what the reboot does so well is you're watching these characters break down because they're being hunted for so long. Yeah. It is the it is the like interminable. It like never being safe. Yeah. For ever yeah. um and there's an episode of Battlestar galactica i believe it's called 33 minutes I, it's either the second or third episode of the first season of the reboot and i i honestly believe it is top 10 episodes of television of all time Wow. i think it's one of the best made hours of entertainment that you could possibly watch mm-hmm. and if you're thinking about watching the reboot and you don't want to start at the beginning you want to start with the best episode near the beginning watch 33 minutes that episode you can't that, that episode can't be a whole movie, mm-hmm. right? Even though it's a perfect storyline. But yeah. it also can't really be, like, ten minutes of a movie because there, it can't be the just ten minutes of a movie because you don't get the character interactions. Yes. So I, I don't know how you take this concept of Battlestar Galactica and make it into a movie yeah. without it being, like, the prequel show to the Cylon War or, like, something like that.
0: Yeah, like, hopefully it's kind of the same universe and not the exact same story just told into a movie because uh, I, i don't i don't really know why you would want to do that like the show was successful mm-hmm. and people loved it why does it need to be a movie i think I, I i'm hoping that maybe it's additional content to the universe and not
1: yeah maybe we're gonna
0: do this thing again just shorter
1: yeah the weird thing is i i've been hearing that they're making a new Battlestar galactica series so it is weird to hear this on the heels of those rumors but those Mm -hmm. again were rumors so you know who actually knows what's going to end up happening yeah um i just i i think that it would be unfortunate (laughs) for simon kinberg to mess up another franchise (laughs) um yep Mm -hmm. blind sir is saying battlestar galactica lower decks I would love that. I would love a crude R-rated animated show in the Battlestar Galactica franchise.
0: That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely would. Um, he also says a remake of Caprica, which is the prequel series to Battlestar Galactica, which would mm. would I honestly think that setting a movie there makes more sense than setting it in the timeline of when the reboot of Battlestar Galactica takes place. Mm -hmm. um and i'm again i'm not familiar with the entirety of the original series so i don't know if there's room in there for the movie to be um but i also wonder like do you bring in a new cast and you know for it to be a movie there's gonna have to be bigger action set pieces are we essentially going to get the star trek 2009 of battlestar galactica yeah where all the battlestar galactica fans say it's not battlestar galactica 'Cause you know, that's what Star Trek is. Like, you yeah. know, there's the Kelvin timeline to a lot of Star Trek fans isn't Star Trek. Yeah. And that's that's fine. I love those movies. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I I enjoy them for what they are.
1: Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how people are gonna respond to this and Yeah. I think it's a tough I think it's a really tough sell.
0: Yeah. i uh, I need more information. Right now I'm yeah. I'm not now right now I have no opinion kind of one way or the other. I just know it's a thing that's kind of happening, but I don't know any details about it. You know what I mean? It... Like, I, I kind of need to know what it's about or a trailer or something like that or at least more information. Because um, I, I just don't know. Like, right now, I'm like, I wouldn't hop out to go see it. I would. just cause Well, because I, I don't know. I
1: would, I would go out to see anything at this point. I know. I know. <laughs> if you tell me there's a new movie in theaters and it's safe to go to the theaters, I'm there. I'm so...
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
1: um uh capy archer said have you played the tabletop battlestar galactica game no i so damn fun i don't know it Cappy I, B- I, I would that love that to play thing. it um that sounds very fun mm-hmm. uh, i'm a big fan of this franchise and i yeah i hope that this i hope they i hope they find success yeah. and make you know make something of this
0: Maybe that maybe this is his big redemption. Maybe, maybe maybe he like knocks it out of the park.
1: I, I you know what I, I would love that.
0: Yeah, that would, I would that love would, it. You know? That would be really nice.
1: <laughs> he did. He was a writer on X Men Days of Future Past, so it's not like he's never written any good movies. His just his last film was sort of such a weird. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. I just want to, um, did ask us earlier and I Mm -hmm. just wanted to, to bring it up. If they did more Adams family, would we want to be Gomez and Morticia?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Gomez is a Hispanic man. And I think that it's time that white men stop playing Gomez Adams. I just... (laughs) And look, this uh, models. I don't know if you saw this, but we are actually getting a new Adams Family TV show. Uh, I, this is something we should talk about. We'll,
0: we'll. I, 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 we are getting news. a
1: new, yeah, a second bit of news. Let's move on from Battlestar Galactica. We're getting a Adams Family TV show. Can okay, if you had to pick one person in Hollywood to make an Adams Family TV show, who would it be?
0: To make it?
1: Yeah, to be like the to be like the creative mind behind it. Who is the most Adams Family human? And there's kind of two right answers.
0: There's kind of two right answers. The first one that pops into my head is Tim Burton. Yep,
1: yeah, that's it.
0: That's it? Yeah, Tim oh. Burton
1: is making an Adams Family TV show. Doug who nailed it.
0: Oh my god, that was literally the first thing that came to mind. And then I was like, uh...
1: Um, I don't know who
0: else. <laughs> yeah,
1: Doug Dariolu was saying the last two people who played him on film were Oscar Isaac and Raul Julia. True. But when it was on Broadway, uh, Gomez, the musical on Broadway, was played only by white men, and it mm. was very weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. But models, I would love, I would love to play an interesting character like Gomez. But I'm not interested in playing a Hispanic character. I think yep, that we should leave that, that, that to. to Latinx people. There are so many talented Latinx people that I just think. There's no reason.
0: Yeah. There's other stuff for you to do, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: we both think that representation and diversity are very important, and are not interested mm-hmm. in um, yeah uh, messing around with that. Yeah. But uh, I think that you would make a really hot Morticia <laughs> if you were taller.
0: That's fair. You know what? That is that is fair.
1: I'm pretty sure that you, as a t- as a full human, could fit in Morticia Adams' cleavage. <laughs>
0: Yeah, most likely. When I was in when I was in theater school, I got told a lot that I was like a Wednesday Adams vibe, mm-hmm. um, and I yeah,
1: you you would be a good Wednesday.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be that, that like that that is a show that I would love to be a part of one day, um, the musical or otherwise. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think Morticia or Wednesday would actually be really fun characters Mm -hmm. to play like either one of them but um yeah yeah
1: muddles says are we going for antonio banderas and muddles i can only dream (laughs) i think that antonio banderas maybe he might be a little too old now depending on what where where they're placing the show if if, yeah because you know if wednesday and um pugsley are are as young as they usually are you don't want their dad to be super old. It's always weird when the dad is like 75, the mom is like 40, and then the kids are like 10, and you're like, what happened yeah. here? Like, this is a mess. Yeah. Um, but Antonio Banderas is the sexiest, sexiest man. And Oh,
0: yeah. He's a straight up daddy.
1: He's a daddy. <laughs> he is a daddy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Antonio is 60 now. He could pull it off.
0: Yeah, it yeah, it depends like He's you said the where appeal. they where they go and you know how they make them up to be like cuz if Morticia and 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 um Gomez were like looks like they were around the age of maybe like 50. Mhm.
1: Or even uh, you know what? I think it would be interesting if you aged up Wednesday yeah, to 20 like, yeah, and Pugsley to 18. Mhm. And you I, I think it would be really interesting to have to do something different Mm because wednesday and pugsley are always the same age yeah um and it's always a little like okay yeah we're doing the same thing Mm -hmm. i i think that if you put wednesday in college and pugsley like about to graduate high school and then made then antonio banderas being 60 with a 20 year old daughter that's not as weird yeah having a kid at 40 is not crazy you know um but yeah i don't know Oscar Isaac in live action can nail the role. He was so good in that animated movie that came out a couple of years ago. Nice. Um, Oscar Isaac voiced uh, Gomez in The Adams Family that came oh, out that two, came two years ago. ago. It mm-hmm. was an animated film. Um, it was a little too kid-friendly for me, um, but um, the the voice acting in it was really, really solid, and there were some really, really funny jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Adams Family is a tough franchise to do. Um,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, because there's, yeah, do you go kid-friendly or do mm-hmm. you go full adult because there's so much of both in it mm-hmm. in a way that does make things kind of complicated? Well, um, and, like,
1: Gomez and Morticia so. are so horny all the time. Yeah. They But I, I don't mean that as a joke. I mean, literally, like, that is their characters. They're, like, sniffing each other in the hallway. Yeah. And you're, like...
0: You're, like, uh...
1: This isn't a kid's movie. Like, uh, Hammond Taters brings up that Angelica Houston uh, nailed it as Morticia. She totally did. But when I saw those movies as a kid, those kids' movies that had the parents that were, like, humping each other, basically, everywhere they went, I was like, holy shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) The Broken Pirate says they are attracted to each other, to each their partner, though. There's a difference between being attracted to your partner and, like... But like you do that to me, and it's not normal. It's not weird. (laughs) It's not. If we had two kids in the room and we were like, oh, and like all up on each other, people would be like, hey, maybe don't do that in front of your kids.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's it's yeah.
1: I don't I don't have a problem with it. It's just when I was like six, watching those movies, I was like, this is this. My parents don't do that in front of me. (laughs) I like I like catch them doing it sometimes, but they don't do it in front of me. It's not normal.
0: Oh God.
1: Um, Cappy Archer says, I love the 90s movies because they really skirt the line. That's true. And if someone... That's what's fun about it. If someone's going to skirt the line, it's Tim Burton.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm very excited for this. I did not know this was happening. And, um, yeah, I'm... I can't wait. I... I,
1: Tim Burton... Tim Burton gets a lot of credit, but he doesn't get enough credit. His movies, like, um, what's the... What's the Paranorman... Paranorman doesn't get enough credit.
0: Which one is that?
1: It's the one where the boy brings the dog, his dog back to life. It's stop-motion animation.
0: Oh, I don't know that
1: it's one. It's one of the most incredibly made movies. The stop-motion animation in it is just... It's just... It's just so good.
0: commentator says Paranorman wasn't
1: Tim Burton. Paranorman wasn't Tim Burton? Did he not produce that film? Am I crazy?
0: The last... Oh, I'm embarrassed. Um... Uh, the last Tim Burton movie I saw was, like, a weird, like, it was, like, Coffins movie or something like that. Coffins? Like, it was, like, I can't remember, um, directors Chris Butler and Sam Fell.
1: I, I, I thought that Paranorman, oh, Frankenweenie, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, the one where the do- boy brings the dog back to life is Frankenweenie, not oh, Paranorman. Okay. I was like, ah. <laughs> Paranorman's the one where the kids have to fight the ghosts
0: um yeah the last tim burton movie i saw let me see if i can find it tim burton um
1: the standards for sex in europe and other places are quite different that's true john uh european television uh, blinds here in our chat said that european television has far less violence and far more like intimacy and sexuality um paranormal is also underrated but you guys are right frank and weenie is the movie that i'm thinking about Dark, Dark Shadows. What Did anyone see the movie Dark yeah, Shadows? Yeah, I think
0: that was the last one that I saw, the last movie <laughs> Johnny I saw. Depp. And it was like... Mm.
1: It's, that, that one's a weird film because they were adapting a, um, not a rom-com, what are those? Uh, a soap opera from the 1950s or 60s. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so Dark Shadows is based on a soap opera that had like vampires and witches in it. And so they they were they were writing a really weird line of trying to make this like modern show, modern movie, but mm-hmm. also like pay homage to the, what, the, the source material for it. And it really worked for me. Like, I was like, this is such a bonkers, like funny adventure in this world of like <laughs> yeah, these like, weird characters. Um, yeah, I, I, was,
0: I remember being very confused. If... I, that one I saw in the theaters and I was like. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's it really like if I think that if I'd gone in not knowing that it was uh what it was based on, I'd been like, why did you choose this tone? Yeah. But because I knew the soap opera that it was based on, I was like, this is a really like funny modern movie version of this.
0: That is fair. See, I went in without having any context and being like, what? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, <laughs> the broken pirates says, uh, because Tim Burton's directing it, Johnny Depp may end up being Gomez. No.
0: No. I I think yeah, we can. And
1: I'm not a Johnny Depp hater. I'm really not. No. I just don't want Gomez yeah. to be played by a white dude.
0: Yeah, come on guys. <laughs> also,
1: preferably I would enjoy it if the children were Latinx kids. Yeah. It makes sense for Gomez's kids to also be Hispanic. Yeah. So, you know, I but maybe not Latinx. I think that Gomez can be Spanish. Like if he, if he's a, Spani- a Spaniard's Spani- mate, Spanish. Yeah. You know, I think that there's, I think, you know, there is something sort of European and, um, debonair about him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I would just, in, I would, I would like it if, uh, these characters who by their names have this, um, racial identity, if they could be played by people who also have that racial identity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful, like, especially, uh, yeah, I'm hopeful that, that that's something that they take into consideration. Yeah, I think they. You know, I, I, think, I, will. I think that they will. I, I'm, I'm, I am hopeful. That that sounds like a really fun thing. Like, yeah, I would love for that to be my Friday night. You know what I mean?
1: I think we're beyond the point that companies can get away with it now. I think. I think that. Yeah, I hope so. You have to be so tone deaf and demented honestly at this point
0: yeah it's so it's everywhere and 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 the voices in sport are so loud like you would have to really be like hermited in a way that is impossible if you're making movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) cheers dagon
1: and you like honestly like these companies that are still making these weird racial choices why you're not they're not working out like that none of these films that have had these controversies lately have made money so it's 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 literally you know it's at a point now where i'm like do you not realize it's bad for business
0: yeah like come on
1: unless unless you are literally like no i am a racist and i don't want to have people of color in my films then stop making the then don't write characters of color i guess but also like if you're a racist don't make movies just get out of the industry we don't want you i'm sorry but we don't like yeah i i just it's so bizarre Mm mm-hmm it's so, so, so bizarre. Yeah. Plus, there uh, John uh, John is saying there aren't a lot of well-known leading men roles that are Hispanic like Gomez, and that's so true. Like, there aren't a lot of franchises that would have an opportunity like this for a Gomez. Yeah. For, for a Hispanic leading man to, to really shine. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talk about, like, Antonio Banderas and Oscar Isaac, but I think that there's also a lot of lesser-known, really incredible Latinx men out there mm-hmm. who could take this role and, you know become the next Oscar Isaac or something like that totally especially in television Oscar Isaac's probably not gonna do a TV show mm-hmm. at this point you know what I mean he's busy yeah um there's a lot of these bigger actors who are would prefer to do a movie um and
0: honestly like you know what if you find somebody new that's also really exciting like mm-hmm. maybe they're maybe they go in the other direction and like pugsy is like two. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, he's so young. Like,
0: he's like, a oh, baby. But he's
1: still blowing he's, everything up. Yeah,
0: like, like like he's like, kind of like Jack-Jack and the Incredibles vibes, like, where it's just that like, would be shit gets crazy.
1: Hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that
0: could be really interesting. So, maybe they'll go... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. That would be fun to see. I would watch that.
1: I've always wanted... <laughs> I've always had this weird idea in my head that you could do, like, a flashback to Gomez and Morticia when they're, like, dating, um, <laughs> and they introduce the human whose hand becomes thing thing thing
0: oh boy yeah yeah and he
1: like his hand gets cut off and they like reanimated in a seance and it comes back to life as thing tee thing that's right <laughs> thing's name is thing uh, thing thing
0: oh god
1: mm-hmm.
0: what a choice what a choice. i just
1: think it would be funny i like
0: that would be fun i
1: i have like all i have all these ideas in my head of like gomez and morticia's like you could almost do a tv show in my head that's like them meeting in college yeah up until like seven seasons up until they get they get pregnant with wednesday yeah and like the show is literally like their weird courtship yeah because they're both such interesting characters with how dark they are and the, their sense of humor and their very healthy but odd relationship mm-hmm. i feel like you could show a really interesting relationship dynamic of how a couple develops that and gets to the point where they're so comfortable with each other and so honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, and Cappy Archer says we could learn about the relatives that I was talk about. Like, I almost think that Wednesday and Pugsley kind of muddy up the, what, Adam's family a little bit. Yeah. Um, because there's only so many stories you can tell about kids. Yeah. They be, it becomes harder. Also, nowadays, a live action show that has kids in that much like physical danger would probably have some pushback to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so having all the characters be adults in a way, either by aging up Pug Wednesday and Pugsley or by going before they're born, mm-hmm. could get around some of that. Yeah. You know, we were listening to a Dungeons and Daddies episode, mm-hmm. um, a podcast that we're really big fans of. And um, I the, at the beginning of one of the episodes, they were like, hey, trigger warning, there is violence towards a child at this moment in this episode. Yeah. Just to be very clear before you listen to it. Yeah. And so I really think that, you know, that's something that people care a lot more about now. Yep. Yeah. And they might take seriously in a show like this. You yeah. can get, you can get away with it in animated, but live action, it's hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, yeah, it's something you do want to like take into consideration. The
1: playmat says, sure. are we going to get the CW version of the Addams Family? No, it's Tim Burton. He wouldn't. No,
0: no, no. To, uh, yeah. I, I, I highly doubt that.
1: I, I can't remember where this is going, but I, I think it's HBO Max maybe, or it's going to be, it's not going to be on television. It'll be on a streaming series for sure. That's no television, sh- no television channel is putting enough money into these shows to get Tim Burton. Yeah, only streaming services are willing to spend this kind of cash now. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, streaming television, though, we also in a similar vein to the Adams Family, we have another show that has been announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, the famed um, actress from such hit movies as Ghost in the Shell, and um, Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy was actually hit. Lucy did actually make money. It did? Um, oh, wow. But um, uh, she's going to be starring... No, I brought up Ghost of Shell because we were talking about inappropriate yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, racial castings earlier. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> go, uh, Ghost of Shell, no. Um, Scarlett Johansson is going to be starring in the new th- series for Apple TV+, Plus, which is a service that we have access to but have never once watched. Yeah. Um, I got a year for free when I bought my iPad um okay yeah so how long do
0: we have to watch anything on it
1: like three more months i think great no i bought my ipad in october by the end of the month great Um, we
0: have um like eight days (laughs) (laughs)
1: um the she's going to be starting a show called the bride for apple tv plus When I first saw, when I first heard that she was on a show called The Bride, my first thought was, very cool, Quentin Tarantino is making a television series out of, um, Kill Bill, because, um, Uh the character in Kill Bill, um, oh my god, what is her name? Her, Her character's name is The Bride. Um, but that's not what this is, unfortunately. Oh. No. I was like, what? What this is, is The Bride of Frankenstein, the television show. But the premise is that they want to take Frankenstein's monster out of it and make it more about the bride and make it more of a, like, female-led series. But my question is, if the monster isn't there, why is she called the
0: the bride?
1: Why isn't she just Frankenstein's monster then? I'm so confused. If there's not a man and a woman, she doesn't need to be the bride. Just call it Frankenstein's monster and have Frankenstein's monster be a woman. There's literally no reason for her to be called the bride now. Because yeah. she's not the bride to anyone if the monster isn't there.
0: That's so confusing. Why would you do that?
1: I don't know. What? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like okay, I because the press Uma Thurman. Thank you, John. Uma Thurman played the bride in Kill Bill. Yes. Um, but this is not a Kill Bill. This is the Bride of Frankenstein, except she's not a bride to anyone, which means she is just Frankenstein's monster because there's no, she's not married unless Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, is marrying. Ooh, Miller brings up a good point. Is she the bride of Dr. Frankenstein who he brings back to life?
0: I I guess that's how they would go with it because otherwise I'm very confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it, it's just the beginning phases of this. They just announced it. They're not filming yet. So maybe maybe it's going in a direction and like it will make sense. Yeah. I just, I think the t- I here's what I think it is. I think this is a cool show. I like the idea of a Scarlett Johansson show where she's, a zombie woman who's maybe dangerous, maybe not. Okay, yeah. Questionable. Um, there's like interesting morality tale. I think it's a bad title.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I that To me, it's, I think it's just, it's not a good title.
0: Yeah, I, I'm very, yeah, that is very
1: confusing to me. Because it doesn't sell me on it. I don't want to, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, The Bride. I'm like, man, eh, skip. Like literally, like I would probably just like skip over that one.
1: I mean, it's on Apple TV Plus, so everyone's going to skip over it. Um, Wolf.
0: <laughs> I here's,
1: yeah. here's the thing. Apple TV Plus is the most confusing streaming service to me. Because they spend so much money getting the biggest stars in the world to make these shows. And then nobody watches them. Yeah. I think people watched... Um, I, I think people watched... What uh, What is... Um, the Morning Show.
0: Oh, that was Apple.
1: That was Apple TV plus. Yeah.
0: Okay. I do know a few people I, who watch that. I think that. a few
1: people watch that during, cause that came out during the like free trial period. Yeah. But ever since the morning show, I haven't heard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I haven't heard anything about a show on it, honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm just really, I, I, I don't know. I'm very, I, it's just a weird, it's a weird like world. Apple TV plus there's so many streaming services. That there's, like, a few that I'm like, why are you part of this? Yeah. For instance, one that we just got some news about, Quibi.
0: Quibi, unfortunately, has announced that it is done. After raising almost $2 billion, they, um, <laughs> they're they're done. They announced that they are shutting down.
1: Yeah, after um, six months.
0: After six months. And, yeah, it's no longer going to be a thing, which is, like, I mean... A lot of people was were like, this is a dumb idea. And I don't know if it's because Quibi itself wasn't very good or because of the pandemic and like yeah. new regulations and how to make things. So Quibi's thing was that it was... We talked about this because I was a little unclear as well. I was like, I don't understand this. They're like... It's like having Netflix, but instead of like hour-long episodes, they're like 10 minutes yeah, Like they're very, very like short um, episodes in a series mm-hmm. as opposed to on a bigger scale.
1: Well, so, so Quibi's, the, the idea behind Quibi was essentially they wanted to create content for a viewership that was on the move. So the idea behind it would be like, you're out all the time, you have your phone with you, but you don't always have your TV with you. And maybe you don't wanna watch a 42 minute television show on your phone. What if we gave you a 10 minute television show for your phone? And so they were doing an interesting idea, right? Like, everyone watches content on their phone now. Everyone loves yeah. a 10 to 20 minute YouTube video. Yeah. That seems to be the sweet pot, spot for people's attention. Yeah. There's a reason why the Bakes videos are between 10 and 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why we make content that we try and hit that sweet spot on for, for things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that seems to be a length of time that people enjoy watching content on their phone, right? Mm-hmm. Quibi's idea was let's make content specifically for that, but let's give it Netflix quality. Let's yeah. give it...
0: Let's put more money Amazon into Prime it. Amazon Prime quality. Make it good.
1: Stars. And then what happened next was the pandemic hit right after they announced. Yeah. And so suddenly this app that might have been a success. Yeah. Rebel Troop 1 says, I understand their intentions, but I think they got ran over by the pandemic. They launched when no one was going outside. Yeah. No one needed ten-minute episodes on the go because we are all home all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like there was no reason for it. They kind of got. They kind of got screwed over. Um, yeah,
1: a hundred percent.
0: And and so it, we may never know if uh, it was if, a bad if case if of timing. Been, yeah, it was a bad case of timing. We I don't think we'll ever know if that business model would be successful because I I have a feeling. People aren't going to touch it again, Mm -hmm. especially because we don't know what our new normal looks like after the pandemic. Maybe a lot more people work from home. And, in fact, they probably will. Um, And so those, like, on-the-go type things, uh, I don't know if anyone will be brave enough to go back to it. Because, yeah, they raised, like, I think it was like $1.8 billion, which um, Dark Dispatch said, can someone give you guys $2 billion to entertain us? And that would be nice.
1: I mean, I would take... Any amount of money?
0: Yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> we we technically... It doesn't
0: need to be in the billions. We technically do the show for
1: free, so... <laughs>
0: um, no, we, that, that would be nice. <clears throat> but I, I, I it's kind of unfortunate that I think the pandemic killed this business model. And uh, we may never know if it would have ever been successful. It wouldn't have been. You don't think so?
1: Nah. People don't want to pay for things. Yes. Um, if Netflix was like, we have Netflix sh- shorts... And for the um, amount of money that you already pay Netflix, you also have access to these short things that you can watch on the go it would be successful. That's no true. one wants to pay an additional six dollars to You're have right. access to less quality content.
0: You're right I wouldn't pay for it. You know um, what I mean
1: I, I just I, and like <laughs> yeah people just need to call me about things. I seriously entertainment industry, if you have new ideas just call me and I will tell you exactly why it's not going to work
0: Yeah. But I hey,
1: could have I could have saved you two billion dollars.
0: Yeah, but hey, you you make a good point. Maybe this is a mantle that Netflix might experiment in or Amazon Prime. Um, you know, because if you're already making that quality of content, I don't know. Maybe they might make a few shows that have those short little bursts of content and see how they do.
1: I think I think a better idea then making a separate show with short content would be to start by making short content versions of the shows that are about to come out. And so
0: like like how like sh- how there were like short tracks. Yeah. So it's like Star Trek that everybody knows, but they did a short track that was like ten to fifteen minutes long.
1: Yeah. Or um like television shows when when the internet first started to get big, when YouTube first started to get big, there were a lot of television shows that did webisodes between seasons. Right. Um, and so, like, I remember, um, uh, kids shows do this all the time. Uh, Rebels had these great, in, in between the episodes, they would do these mini adventures with the robot. Um, uh, oh my God, with the droid. What's the, not, I'll slump, keep it? no, 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 in Rebels.
0: <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm
1: not, not right. trap. that's Borderlands. Why can't I think of that? Okay. This is, no, it's not okay. Oh, this oh, is no. bad. Oh, no. Oh my God, Robbie's going to be so upset with me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's not
1: Clanker, it's, I, there, there's, it's a C name though, Chopper. Um, they would do these like mini episodes with Chopper in between seasons to uh-huh. keep the kids interested before the next season comes out, right? It really works. And I think that if you wanted to have 10 minute content, I would have it be like in between the seasons of Sabrina. Here are some 10-minute episodes about, like, what happened to this character in that episode that you never saw. Right. Why were they not there? And you could put that out as these short content pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets really complicated with uh, actor salaries and stuff, and how do you pay people for those, and how does that work out with the union yeah. as far as health insurance and stuff like that. But if you were going to try and make shorter content, I think that that would be a better way to go than... Say, trying to make
0: a brand new, yeah. new series. Yeah.
1: Then say hi. This is Anna. The show where Anna Kendrick becomes friends with a sex doll. Yeah. Only on Quibi. Yeah. Wait, and why did that show fail?
0: Oh, uh, beats me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. <clears throat> there, are a, I don't. I don't know how to say this. There are a lot of projects that seem to come out based entirely on the idea that Anna Kendrick is so charming that it doesn't matter what she's in. We just need to put Anna Kendrick in something and it will be successful. And I love Anna Kendrick.
0: I think that she is almost
1: charming enough for that to be true. But it's not... There's no one who is good enough to sell everything. Even The Rock has flops. And people need to, like... Anna Kendrick's agents need to start, like, reading the scripts they sent her.
0: Hey, maybe she really wanted to do it.
1: Maybe? (laughs) I don't know. I just... The last few things she's been in, I'm like... What else
0: has she been in recently?
1: Noelle for Disney+. Plus.
0: Oh, I did see an ad for that. Yeah. mm -hmm.
1: It's not that it's a bad movie. It's just that it's not a, like, cohesive film. And there's, there's some really, there, there are a few really, really funny parts to it, Yeah. but they're tied together. They don't tie together well. And so they were like, oh, this is a funny idea. This is a funny idea. This is a funny idea. And so like the memorable parts of the movie are really good. Yeah. There are parts like Bill Hader and um, Anna Kendrick's chemistry in that movie is really good. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't like really work the whole way through. Okay. Um... <clears throat> And so, it, it it just kind of got really. It, it got a little. It got a little weird. And there's like a whole like the Council of Elves is sexist storyline that's really odd in it, and it doesn't really tie into the like storyline of Bill Hader wants is is supposed to be Santa Claus but just wants to do yoga in Arizona. Like, <laughs> it's a funny movie. Okay. But but there's a lot of stuff that you're like, eh, okay cool
0: okay interesting
1: um yeah it's just odd and also but and it also falls into the world of like it's funny that anna kendrick is from the north pole and she's in arizona but the way that it's funny is that she's just really dumb and like she 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 wears her santa suit so she gets a heat rash and i'm like i get that she's from the north pole but you would think that she would get hot and take it off and not just get hot and be like well, I'm just going to keep being miserable. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because <okay, laughs> this what? is the only
1: thing I want It's a... It's... Y- yeah. It's a film.
0: Okay. It, okay.
1: But there's very funny parts to it. There's just... There's just... There's a lot of Anna Kendrick stuff that comes up that I'm like, I get it. You had Anna Kendrick and so you made the thing. And she really is so good.
0: <laughs> oh my God. But
1: she deserves better material. hmm You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 you know what I want? I want Anna Kendrick to be Squirrel Girl in the Marvel Universe.
0: Oh my gosh. Right?
1: I think she would be a great Squirrel Girl. She has the right energy for it. <laughs> I I really do. I think I if you're going to cast Squirrel Girl, I, you, I, I think Anna Kendrick should be your number one choice. All right. Yeah. Or Ellen Page. I think Ellen Page would be an interesting Squirrel Girl. She might be a little old now. Okay. Um, but like Juno era Ellen Page would have been a really funny Squirrel Girl in like a West Coast Avengers kind of movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be very interesting. I would see that.
1: Rich Alpha Gaming, thank you for so gifting worried. that sub. Or no, that was a, that was your uh, you subscribe yourself.
0: Today's snow is crippling much of the Washington lowlands. <laughs> you're on so, camera. <laughs> I I so failed. I so failed. Thank you for that
1: subscription, my friend, getting us one sub closer to that horror stream goal. Uh-huh. Um Doug DiRiolo says they did cast an MCU Squirrel Girl, but this show is in a weird spot if it'll be released. Doug, they made a pilot, but they never picked it up, from what I remember. Um, but mm-hmm. that they filmed that a couple years ago now.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's...
1: Um, it was going to be a comedy. It was going to be like a, a, a sitcom comedy version of the West Coast Avengers, and it did not work, apparently. Yeah. Um, and now with Marvel moving... Uh, that, was, that was still when they were doing ABC television shows for Marvel. And now New Warriors, right, right. Uh, now that Marvel is doing these Disney plus Marvel shows, I just don't see something like that happening. Um, they're gonna stick to the WandaVisions, the the bigger budgets. Yes, very um, excited for <clears throat> WandaVision. Very excited for WandaVision.
0: Yeah, that'll be that'll be very good.
1: But if they do end up doing a Hawkeye show, which might still happen, it's sort of nebulous. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hawkeye show would introduce Kate Bishop, and Kate Bishop could lead into West Coast Avengers, which would give us Squirrel Girl.
0: Oh my
1: goodness. Um hmm mm-hmm. Uh I do. Uh, Douglas says I do love. They're taking a lot of risks on smaller characters on Disney Plus shows. You're excited for WandaVision, right?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, we watched that the the trailer for that, and I was like, I need to see this. Mm-hmm. Like, like it. I, I was like, this looks so incredible and interesting. I'm. I. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um. The trailer's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been that excited for a new show since, like, Amazon announced the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, honestly, I was like, this looks freaking dope. Um, so I, I just, I hope that it's good. Um, and I love the characters. I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. It looks well done. Yeah, it's just, it's all like a five out of seven for me.
1: <laughs> Straight five out of seven. Question. Mm-hmm. B- just b- before we get into um, some, like, wrap-up stuff here, because we have about 10 minutes left of the show. Um, oh, about 12 minutes. Yeah. Lord of the Rings series, coming to Amazon. hmm Apparently, based on an article I read, will have nudity in it. How do you feel about that?
0: Um, I don't know if that's really enough information to for me to... I, d- I don't have an immediate opinion needed response to that. Hmm. Um, it definitely seems like to me, my immediate thought is that they're trying to go trying to go more Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. so less family friendly, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, i I feel like I need more for that. I, i'm not I'm not mad at it. Um, but I would like to know what this television show rating is going to be.
1: Yeah, so because on Amazon Prime, they can do nudity. Uh, and it's not going to be the Lord of the Rings storyline. Uh, it's going to be set, um, it's it's set like hundreds hundred, of years. Yeah,
0: yeah it's it's b- much before the Fellowship of the Ring When happens.
1: Galadriel was young. Um, <laughs> young. <laughs> the, the question for me is... Um, so here's the thing. We both found Lord of the Rings when we were kids. Yeah. And we fell in love with that franchise as kids. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if by taking this out, or putting this into the series for the first time, no, no previous um, J.R.R. Tolkien material have had nudity in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if this is going to stop that like next generation of Lord of the Rings fans from appearing. Because what we've mm-hmm. kind of seen with like Star Wars, right? Like Every generation of Star Wars gets brought in by different thing yeah. you know you have your original series um star wars fans you have your prequel series star Wars fans like me who were i was seven when yeah. um
0: but then you also got your clone wars rebels y- yeah like, kids clone wars Rebels,
1: and then you have you have kids who were brought in by the sequels because it was their first star wars yeah ray is the first jedi for a lot of star wars fans yeah um i wonder if we're not going to see that like generational lord of the rings fanship if we're going to make this for for
0: an older audience um yeah that's an interesting point um if that is the case that will be that would be unfortunate Mm. you know what I mean like that that would kind of make me sad um but at the same time well but it's the same for other things I was gonna say the Lord of the Rings movies are kind of timeless Mm -hmm. you can watch them like we can watch them now and they hold up yeah, they uh, look against, unbelievable. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they are done so impeccably.
1: Especially once that four K Blu Ray set comes out. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and so that's yeah. That was not what came to mind when you said that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it also depends on the like violence level that they are going to go with. You know, like it, like how. How much, like, if we're going from, like, if, if if the scale is from, like, you know, like, Game of Thrones to, like, the original Lord of the Rings, like, kind of, like, where does that air on as well? Because if it's super violent, mm-hmm. that also is going to be a barrier for children watching it. That's true. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tolkien wrote a kid's book, The Hobbit, and then he wrote The Lord of the Rings, which is not really a um, material that is suitable for children. I read it when I was
1: you know? 6. So I yeah, don't know but what you're talking most about. most people
0: didn't. I'm j- like most people did not. I know. You you are special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nerd. Yeah. Um, always been a nerd. Um but I you know, his material I don't think apart from the Hobbit was intended for kids. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it might just be that they are trying to um stay truer to that. Um, and make it less of an all ages thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they are going to, they might lose out on, um, some audience members or they might gain a, a new audience for people who maybe, maybe saw Game of Thrones, but never saw Lord of the Rings, which I don't know if that's a thing, but
1: I, I, I think it's interesting, right? Cause when I was a kid, I was told that like orcs and goblins and fantasy was for kids. Really? Well, yeah, because like, huh. like, you know, like everyone was like, oh no, you like grow out of like this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Star Wars is like... Like, nerd stuff is for kids. I was was told my whole life that I would stop liking Pokemon at some point, and I don't... (laughs) It hasn't happened. I don't know why. It's crazy. (laughs) I have so many Pokemon cards, and they're so expensive. When am I going to stop spending money on this shit? Seriously.
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I know. Here's the thing. I think that the universe of the Lord of the Rings has enough room for, um, a more adult show, and maybe someone will pick up a more kid-friendly version. There are so many characters, whether or not yeah. in the original series or in The Cimmerillion, there is so much lore in that world. because um, Blind Seer says the The Hobbit was written from the more innocent perspective of mm-hmm. Bilbo, which, you know, um... Is a bit more kid friendly, like a character like that or a storyline like that. You can cater more towards children, but there are more there are mature themes in mm-hmm. um in Tolkien's material, and I think there's room in his in his universe for um more mature content and more all ages stuff. So we'll I,
1: I think the point that I was where I was headed with that before mm-hmm. I got bogged down in Pokemon was Sorry. when I was a kid, there was fantasy for kids,
0: <laughs> yeah, and
1: there isn't anymore. Yeah. The last fantasy property made for kids, other than that, like, um, Kid Arthur movie that came out a couple years with a kid, Drew Excalibur, that I was the only person who saw, even though I (laughs) loved that movie. More people should see that Kid Arthur movie. I don't Mm -hmm. know what it's called, but it's very good. I watched it on a plane, and I was like, this is dope. Why didn't I see this in theaters? Um fantasy now is for adults like the fantasy that we're making mm-hmm. is all for adults it has nudity in it it's very violent the dragons roast people alive yeah. like the the fantasy i watched as kids isn't really being made anymore that whole genre has become an adult genre
0: even the hobbit is kind of violent yeah like it. it's you know i it, it it has more violent tendencies than like Say <clears throat> I, 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 I'm not even sure, but um, Caskill, um,
1: Caskill thirty two asks, what television is there currently for children? And I would say that there, there's a lot. I think that um. You're, you know, there's a lot of really great animated stuff coming out these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily for young kids. Like, Paw Patrol is more for, like, young kids. But <laughs> yeah. for, like, that, like, 10-ish age, I think that, like, The Clone Wars is a really good show for yeah. 10 to 18-year-olds. Miller
0: says How to Train Your Dagon has a TV series. No,
1: it has, like, five TV series. Has, yeah, sorry. There are many. Yeah. Um, the, Something with Substance. I, I really liked the final season of Clone Wars. I thought that was very well done. I thought that that's mm-hmm. very kid-friendly, the moral choices and stuff in that um it's a little dark obviously because everyone dies at the end but um the mm-hmm. 66 um i i do think that there's i think there's content being made for kids i think even like something like the mandalorian to me isn't an adult show
0: no i i i think that definitely has uh, room for a younger audience
1: oh um, um guillermo del toro, toro show on netflix um troll hunters Troll Hunters on Netflix is very, very good, I've heard. Interesting.
0: Um, well, and when was Cora made?
1: Cora was a few years ago.
0: A few years. Okay, okay. Um,
1: uh, KazKill32 says, maybe this is a hot take, but kids need a little dark because it doesn't hide the world. I agree with that, Caskill. I yep. just think that there's a line, right? Like, there's like...
0: Yeah, nudity in a Lord of the Rings series is definitely not kid-friendly, I would say. No. But having mature themes like Clone Wars does, you know, like yeah. those more complex storylines, I think is great.
1: Yeah, the playmat saying Avatar The Last Airbender. I think Avatar The Last Airbender is the, like, thing that you're aiming for if you're making an all-ages kids show. Yeah. I think that's the, like, needle that you try and thread. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the show started a little too kid-friendly for me at the beginning, but it definitely, it where we're at we've, in season two is yeah, really good. Yeah,
0: we've been really enjoying it. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, we, there was um, the article that Dagon shared. Um, would we like to talk about that, or do you have more stuff to say? We
1: only about- have about... Four mi- we have three minutes left, so I think that we should move on to our announcement. Okay. And that article I don't have enough information. So. Yeah,
0: there's not there's not okay.
1: Alright, uh so we're going to talk uh y'all, thank you so much for being here. Um we're we're at the end of the show. And we have uh is the playmat here? Yes. Is yes, Fanta yeah, is. here? I don't know if Fanta's here. I
0: don't believe the Fanta's here. And is
1: Cappy Archer still here?
0: I believe Cappy Archer is also still here. Okay,
1: we still have Playmat and we still have Cappy Archer. Y'all, um I don't know <clears throat> Fanta is not here. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I mean, Fanta's having computer pro- problems right now. No, so. how
1: dare she? This is more important than her livelihood. Okay, okay
0: all right, now.
1: I'm kidding. I love her so
0: much. <laughs> um,
1: if, if you didn't see how much we fawned over her on Wednesday, you can go back and watch that video. Was that only two days two, ago?
0: No, it was Tuesday. Was
1: that Tuesday? Yeah, I she, can't she, she was on the show on Tuesday. We do too many shows. Um, Do you want to make an announcement? I
0: do. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, this has been in the works for a little bit now, um, we mm-hmm. are going to be teaming up with our streamer friends, um, Fantaxia, Capiarcha, and The Playmat, mm-hmm. and The Playmat is, um, creating a, uh, one-shot D&D campaign for Halloween mm-hmm. for us to play. So, um, we're going to be playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we are. Which I'm very excited about. I love D and D. We are so excited for this. Um, the goal is to stream it on uh, Twitch. Yep. Using um, Discord for um, like uh, uh, camera and voice and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the combat is going to be a little more theater of the mind, just because of the programs it takes. Like uh, we just want to make sure that the stream runs smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we are going to be uh, streaming some D&D over at the playmat, twitch.tv slash the Playmat.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: what?
1: You didn't announce anything, did you? What? When? Where? What? We're doing.
0: I'm building the tension. I'm trying to, we're both going to do the announcement. I, I build the tension and you drop the bomb.
1: Because All right. I said
0: it was for Halloween, so. So next Friday. <laughs> What?
1: did say the date.
0: No, I didn't. I left that for <laughs> you. You said so
1: many things.
0: Yeah, I did. And now people are like excited. They're like, oh my God, that sounds like a really cool idea. When is that going to be? Love that and you you're going to tell us. I
1: love that you said that we're playing D&D like five times.
0: We are. We didn't say D&D. when. Here's The, here... the D&D <clears> is <throat> the important <throat> part, okay?
1: Next Friday, n- next Friday night on the Playmats channel, you can watch us play D and D with our good friends, Cappy Archer and Fanta. We're doing a special Halloween one shot episode about a lovely little family who are going on a family vacation mm-hmm. and things get a little spooky. <laughs> DM'd by the wonderful, the Playmat over on his channel. Obviously we'll be hosting it on all of our channels as well. Uh, but uh, please, you know, go give Playmat a follow so you don't miss it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a wonderful little campaign. I will be playing the father of the family. Married to my wife. <laughs> Cappy Archer will be the, the, the grandfather uh, of the family. And most importantly, most importantly, and this is why I wish Fanta was here.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too.
1: Fanta is going to be our daughter.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And so for about five hours next Friday night, you will get to hear me constantly ask Fanta, who's your daddy?
0: No! No! How long have you been holding on to that one? So long. Get out of here. Oh, um, I think we're.
1: The, I think the plan right now... Obviously, they're all... Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye, Cappy. <laughs> Thanks for being here. It's been a good show. Um, TPK incoming? What's TPK?
0: I'm not. I don't <laughs> Is Mello here? I
1: haven't seen Mello this morning. I,
0: I don't believe that they're, they're in the show this morning, but that's okay. They'll get to watch the mm. VOD, or Mello will hear the podcast on his way home.
1: Um, but total party kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. It's it's Halloween. We all, uh, you know. It's
0: Halloween. You never know what can happen. Well,
1: no, Fanta will be the last one alive. Yeah, I could see that. She'll be the, um, what is it called? The virgin, uh, the virgin survivor or whatever they call it in horror movies. Oh, the, like, trope? Yeah, 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 Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll be the first one to die, obviously.
1: Um, no. You're a barbarian. You need to like. You need to do good. You need to get good, son. Yeah. Um. I'm just very excited to be uh Fanta's embarrassing father. Um. <laughs> it's, 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 it's guys. You don't. I built my character last night, and you have no idea how excited I am to do this. Uh. With our friends. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, we're yeah we're just so excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So come check it out. Um. It's gonna be, yeah. Next Friday, October the thirtieth. I believe we said seven p.m. Eastern yes. Standard Time. Yep. Um, and then um, I believe that Matt will be obviously saving the video so that we can, I mean, we can share the VOD on Twitch. I'm sure it'll, it'll yeah, be Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, we'll talk about that. There'll be a way for people to catch it afterwards. Um, yeah. I might, uh, Matt and I will talk, but I might try and see if I can edit that down to something that's, you know, just cut out some of the dead air. Maybe we'll see.
0: If it needs it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can, we can um, take a look at that. But, just because um, it
1: will be like a five hour video. Yeah. Um,
0: but we're very excited.
1: We're very excited. Yeah. I have never played 5e before. Yeah. So this, this is, is my first time playing this um, version of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Matt and, I are, Matt and I are on the same page. On, we're on yeah. the same page. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get this. We're going to get good, son. We're going to get good. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Um. A few other announcements before we jump off today. Mm-hmm. Um. Tonight, we're playing Among Us. 7 p.m. Eastern here on the Nerdy Nightly. I might be on a little early. We're not sure yet.
0: I You probably will be. But we'll,
1: we'll be playing some Among Us at 7. Uh, Dagon's going to be there. I know uh, Mad Lad Scandi's going to be there. Turf and going to try and pop in after work. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like to join us for that game, please be here. We want to play with friends. That's yeah. the whole reason we're doing this. Yeah. Claris will be in the game. We're going to be switching off every few rounds, which one of us is on camera, because we can't both be in the same room. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you said you'd be there last night. Data. I
0: thought I thought Phoenix was gonna
1: be there. Oh, Phoenix is gonna be there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you're the Broken Pirates channel. <laughs> the one Broken of you,
0: Pirates will be there. One of you will be there. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, we'll be switching off so that we one of you know one of us will always be on camera, but it won't always be the same person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we just hope that people join us for that. Uh, there's an Among Us video coming out on the Nerdy Nightly YouTube later today to promote that. Mm-hmm. If you want to see, um, how I play hide and seek, um, it's a fun time.
0: I don't know about a fun time, but yeah. Um, (laughs) that'll go on our YouTube later today. Yeah.
1: The last thing I played was three Blind Seer. I never played four. Um, I have not played a lot of D&D in adulthood. I played it in high school a little bit with my friends and, uh, but I've never actually had like a a campaign. I've never done a full campaign. I've only done like mostly one-off sessions Mm -hmm. and a couple of like tried and failed campaigns when I was in high school.
0: Yeah. Which happens unfortunately
1: uh drifted normal that DMD came will be on the playmats channel next thursday night or friday no, night friday, night. Like friday october night october 30th and um we'll have like posters and stuff that are going to go out we're going to promote this it's going to be fun it's going to be a good time yeah um and yeah uh is there anything else that we need to
0: um i think that kind of covers it um we'd love to see you for among us tonight that's okay. at 7 p.m eastern standard time although david said he might start a little bit early for that
1: yeah, I might just jump on and do, like, some just chatting yeah. to, like, and warm then, up. And <clears> then <throat> uh, we do
0: have uh, another fun uh, announcement that we'll be making on Monday, November the 2nd. Yes. We're going to be doing a Monday Mimosa nightly morning show. Yeah, we're um, going to
1: get day drunk.
0: I, I mean, yeah, we'll have a Mimosa.
1: <laughs> so you'll be day drunk. Um, we're also, that, that show's going to go a little bit longer than the normal hour because we are going to play the Newlywed game on that channel. Some people asked us to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that Monday, November 2nd is going to be a longer show and it ends with a reveal.
0: Yes, we're going to have a really exciting announcement for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that covers everything. I think we we did it.
1: Hey, Pixie. Oh, Thanks hi, for being Pixie. here. Uh, we are actually <laughs> about to hop off. Yep, um, we have
0: finished our news <clears> for the day. Yeah, that's it. And uh, we'll be back tonight with some Among Us.
1: So as we always say here, do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> slight chances of particip- participation participate
0: per per it's, it's-